I do want to bring up that I think it's crazy that we don't talk enough about the duo that is Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Without a doubt, and I really don't think it's close, they're the best duo in the league. You can have your Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddell. You can have your Devonta Smith and A.J. Browns, whatever it may be. To me, there is no truer, more sound duo in the league than Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. The resume alone speaks for itself. And what I mean by that is you look at the accolades that they've had. And I, I really do think, and maybe one day we'll get, you know, a sit-down conversation with Travis Kelsey. That'd be a dream of mine because I'd love to pick that brain about his entire career when he does decide to hang it up. But I do have a theory that one day might get answered, or maybe it already has been and I just haven't seen it. But I do believe that Patrick Mahomes is one of the key components in the Travis Kelsey turnaround. He and Andy Reid. And we know this a little bit because if you listen to the New Heights podcast episode that had Andy Reid on it that came out in the summer, there was a lot of truth to that. Like, you know, there were times where we remember when Travis Kelsey might not have met the curfew and got benched for the first half against the Chargers in a game. There was a time where Travis Kelsey was throwing a flag at a ref as it was his own flag and got ejected. There were times when Travis Kelsey would do antics or, you know, not play to the best of his capability And people would be like, he's a stud, man. Like, why is it not adding up? And I do believe that part of it was like when Patrick Mahomes came to the picture. I know that he had been doing good things with Alex Smith and it really started to like make that turn towards a professional uh, tied in in the league. But when Patrick Mahomes comes along and it doesn't take a rocket scientist to understand that when another athlete that is very high up in a skill set notices another one that also has a very high skill set and then puts the two together and thinks, okay, if I use my talent to the best of my capability and blend it with this person's, we could really do something here. That's going to make my vision and my focus go towards a different direction that has nothing but success. I truly believe that's something that happened with Travis Kelsey's career. Maybe a, I don't know, euphoric moment that he had. He saw Patrick Mahomes for the first time throw a deep pass off his back foot and be like, well, when that guy's my starter, I can really elevate my game. The attitude would also indicate some of the fact that this duo, when they get on the same page and they really want to win, they will. And they are untouchable. In the AFC Championship game, when the game of football in the AFC is at its ultimate pivot point, right? Either your season ends in disappointment because you just couldn't get to that next game, which is the big game, disappointment. But when you do and you perform well enough in it or damn near perfect, it feels a little bit better. And you can kind of flaunt your swag. And we saw that, right? Patrick Mahomes on the road. Lamar Jackson, MVP. Not a shot Lamar. He was the MVP this year. It is what it is. Patrick Mahomes, I don't know if he's feared enough this year. He has, he's kind of had a down year. Yeah, because he was the one dropping it. And then the playoffs in the AFC Championship game start. And what does Patrick Mahomes do? He goes 10 for 10 in the first quarter for 86 yards and a touchdown. I believe ended the game 30 of 39. What did Travis Kelsey do? Hold my beer, he says. I had 11 targets, 11 catches, 116 yards, and probably one of the best touchdowns of the season. 
let alone probably the best game of my career in the biggest moment. And then what did he do? He used a little bit of old Trav to kind of add salt to the wound. He got Kyle Van Noy to headbutt him, flag every time. And then what happened? He smiled because he got you. He uses old stuff in a good way to bring out somebody else's bad side while still remaining perfect. And when I look at what this is, it gives me a little bit of a reference to what Shawn Michaels and HBK were, or HBK and Triple H were when DX originally started, right? They were the two best at their positions at the time, in my opinion. HBK was the WWF champion. Triple H was a very big superstar on the rise and was right there neck and neck. It was like him, Taker, Austin, HBK, and he knew it. He was helping the content be created. They were one and two together, and they were the most, I don't know, desired duo to watch. What were they going to do next when it's its biggest stage? Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, Raw on Monday night. How are we going to make it that much better? How are we going to draw people to us? And that's kind of the same attitude in that attitude era that I see Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes doing right? We know we're on TV. I know I've got the girl. I know I've got the rings and the MVPs and the hall of fame career that it already is at 28, but we're still going to get you. When you throw snowballs at us, we're going to dodge them and laugh in your face. When you say I have a dad bod, I'm going to make a joke about it. The next time I possibly can, when I speak to the media, look at their playoff resume, look at their regular season resume. They have the clout to do it and they're starting to lean into it. And I love it. Now you're going to your fourth Super Bowl in six years together. Not only that, if you win it, you have it even more. It's amplified. And when you hear Pat McAfee steal a line from Pete Sweeney and Arrowhead Pride that this is the NWO, I remember at draft night when Mahomes came out with a trophy and was holding it up and he was in a white jacket and a black undershirt, Travis Kelsey, same sort of swagger. And they came out, and Pete Sweeney made a video with the NWO sounder. We kind of see that coming. And it's okay because you have the resume to lean on it. You can't be one of these guys in the league at the top of your game. Oh, by the way, who's the best quarterback in football? Patrick Mahomes. Who's the best tight end in football? Travis Kelsey. Are both guys going to get a nice cream-colored jacket in Canton one day? Absolutely. Do each guy have a resume that they can lean on to where you're like, I don't like that guy. Why? Because he wins. But he's also a little arrogant. Well, when you win and you know you've got another team in the palm of your hand, you can lean into the arrogance because that's when it works. Not before the game. Not, not before the game when you're throwing, you know, your kicking stand or your ball holder in the way of the somebody else. You don't have that resume, Justin Tucker. You don't have that clout that these two guys have. It's not your fault. You're just not as good as they are. And you know it. So what do you do? You go to something else. So I love that they're using this. And I do see them as the best duo in the NFL. So you can have all the semantics of this big game. Oh, it's George Kittle and Debo and Brandon Ayuk and Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey and Nick Bosa and, you know, Chandler, you know, whatever. Chase Young. But what you don't have is chemistry, what you don't have is the attitude, and what you don't have is the resume. And those are three very, 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 very important things that these two have and this team has with these two players. And they are the best duo in the NFL. I will not hear any other argument. 
Coming up on the other side, we do it every single week. We give you the audio of the week, pre, by Super Bowl week, here on After Hours on 610 Sports Radio.